Welcome to BSing with Sean K. I'm your host Sean K, or Sean Nice. And uh, for this episode, episode 54, I'm going to play you an interview I did with Rob Gonzalez, who's a musician in the local uh, New Jersey metal and punk scene. And he is currently involved in the bands Dutch Guts, Sunrot, and Furnacehead. And he's the third guest on my show to be the, the from my high school, uh, Chatham High School in Chatham, New Jersey. Uh, my first guest from the high school was uh, Alex Rawaski talking about his animation work. And then uh, Julian Grow, who actually was in a band with Rob uh, in high school called Blood Drenched Gums. Uh, when he was on my podcast, he uh, talked about his work is a nutrition specialist and health coach. And that was episode 11. The interview with Alex Rawaski was episode one. And Alex Rawaski, I was in a band with in high school and we actually played a, a show um, with Rob, one of Rob's other bands called the Tallywhackers. Uh, that was like in 2007. That was my senior year, I think. And uh, yeah, anyway, that's what I do on this show. I talk with people who were pursuing uh their passions in one way or another um any sort of artistic or creative passion and i try to pick people who are sort of uh i guess in the underground you could say or maybe avant-garde side of things but i go all across the board with who i interview so in this interview he talked about the new jersey music scene uh how he got started as a musician and also uh, what he has plans next for some of his projects. And at the end of the episode, I'm also going to play you uh, some music from two of his projects. And uh, here's the interview. I hope you enjoy it. I guess we could talk about like how we both uh, went to the same high school and all that, and you started music. Yeah, when I was like, I guess I start. when did I start playing BDG? I was like 16, maybe, with, with, with Julian and Chris. Yeah, so that was pretty awesome. That was definitely like a, like me really seeing what it's all about, you know, and like going to shows and meeting people. and. So it was uh, high school you got more into music, right? Or yeah, it was, yeah. I mean, I was always, I'm always a big music fan ever since I can remember, but high school is really when I started um just like you know started playing with like people and stuff like that and like uh so so what are the projects you're involved now and how did you get started with that so right now i'm in three projects um i'm in this band called furnace head and i'm also in this band called sunrot and i've been this band called dutch guts for about almost two years now um and then i have like a little project that i'm starting on the side with um my buddy veronica and and grazi so um but uh I guess Furnace Head, I started when I was, like, 21 by myself. 
Yeah, because I think that was a few years ago I saw Yeah, it was a while ago I started it. It was in Denville or something, I think I saw you. No. Because I know that Four Fingers played. Oh, that show. Yeah. Yeah, that was a weird show. Yeah, that was the Four Fingers show. That was a long time ago. Um, Yeah, I started playing with my buddy Evan, and, you know, we still do it. It's just a two-piece, but we're thinking about adding, you know, a bass player. And, um, but yeah, that's, um, that's definitely more of a, like, kind of, like, uh, I don't know, it's like, it's like a sludgy, grindy kind of thing. Like, I don't know, we try to do, like, our own, we try to, like, pull influences from wherever we can, and I don't know, like... It's a lot of fun. Like, so I love it, you know. I love all my projects. <laughs> uh, and then um, uh, then there's Sunrot, which I started with um, my buddy Chris and Lex. Um, and that's been, like, you know, that's been kind of an unreal experience, too, because it's just, like, that band definitely hit the ground running, and I think a lot of us didn't expect it. And so we were bad for, like, a couple months, into, and then we recruited Evan for bass. So ever since then, I guess since 2013? So we've been really, like, playing it, playing a lot. We play all the time. We've, we've traveled a lot, and we've played with a lot of bands that we wouldn't expect to play with, and we've become friends with bands that we wouldn't expect to be friends with and everything <laughs> like that. So that, like, that's really, like, hitting the ground running with that so we're right now we're recording a full length and we're very excited about it because you, you were doing some uh tours with that too i remember that time. yeah we did um uh well we did a tour with you know with with furnace head um we me and evan just did double duty so we went out for 15 days and that was a great experience um and we we would do like little tours too but nothing like too crazy because right now we're trying to record this full length and I think like just kind of set a you know kind of set like um what's the word I'm looking for kind of like a ground of like of like who we are and like kind of showing people that we you know just like showing people like like what we want to do you know like it's kind of hard to explain it's different with you know everyone I think uh I think Lex and Chris and Evan definitely have a little bit of a better perspective on Sunrot than I do because I think that they definitely write a lot more of the music and I think they have like a better I think they have a better feel than me, I guess, but you know, it we're all on the same page with the band, so you know, so we do that and then Evan and I we split up, you know, like stuff with Furnace Head and everything. Um, but like I said, we're still recruiting a bass player, so like, but at the end of the year, we're going to come out with a, a split with both of our bands, so like, that should be fun. Is, uh, has the sound changed at all, like, with the, the new releases coming up? Um, with, with Furnace Head, definitely, we're definitely, I think, uh, we haven't been writing too much, but we've written, like, about one or two new songs, and they're definitely, um, a lot heavier than a lot of we came out with an album last year and i think you know like i try to stir it i try to stir away from like what my bands normally do but i also you know want to keep that sense that this is who we are you know and like we kind of like the interesting thing about sunrod and 
furnace set is that we kind of have our own sound a little bit, but we also try to, we also kind of wear our influences on our sleeves at the same time. I think some people can definitely see that, but um, I think with Sunrod, it, it definitely reaches out to people a little bit more. Um, and then furnace set is just like, um, I think, I think it's like a little more personal in a sense. Not that Sunrod's not personal either, but you know. Had more of a like a punkish feel. Yeah, right yeah, there. yeah. The furnace has got more more of a punk feel, whereas Sunrod's def- more. It's a it's more sludge metal and it's very noisy. And both bands are very chaotic, um, but uh, on like a different level, you know. Like I think and Lex is very political. Le- Lex, is, we yeah, Lex is pretty political with everything. We, we all are, but I I know for me personally, like. We're, we're not really a political band. We don't write political songs. Like, I know with this split that we're coming out with Furnacehead, it's, uh, it is a split against Donald Trump and everything. But for the most part, we're not. I try not to get too involved with it. But Lex is definitely very political with what he is, you know, trying to state in his lyrics and everything. So, like, definitely with the artwork, too, you know. So it's definitely a very... Uh, yeah, you know, very visceral feel with both of the bands, and I think like we're both definitely very powerful bands that you know can you know I don't know <laughs> you know like, I don't know we're just both very powerful bands, very atmospheric, you know, um, like very chaotic. Um, I think I th- like Sunrod definitely we definitely try to create some sort of atmosphere. Uh, kind of like a sort of like a meditation atmosphere I guess even though we're so chaotic and and loud and everything but we've definitely we've gotten people come up to us that have like written poems while we've play and nice. I'm like that's <laughs> awesome like you know like, and then and then first has more like kind of in your face a little bit you know like to try to play short sets yeah because I like short sets <laughs> right so so is it hard to like keep the focus equally for both or? Um, it can be. I mean, um, especially because I know with Sunra we are definitely very heady, and we are definitely very all over the place with what we want to do. So it can be tough to balance it all out. But you know, we we make it work. We try we try not to rush through too much, you know. Or you know, I know like we do kind of bite off more than we can chew. But you know, it's all. It's all for the good of the bands, you know, like, so it, it can be, but, uh, and I guess like writing wise, like it sort of can be, but the interesting thing is, is that like, you know, cause like I play drums in Sunrise and I play guitar in Furnacehead, so I kind of, you know, have a, and then with Evan, he plays bass in Sunrise and then he plays drums in Furnacehead, so it's kind we, we both kind of, you know, uh, I think we're both very comfortable enough with the bands where it doesn't interfere too much with the writing process. We they're definitely very different sounding, you know. So I don't think it really it really interferes too much or anything like that. So um, I guess like what's the experience been like playing shows and everything? I know the main venue around here is the Meat Locker. Yeah, the- we play the Meat Locker. Um, um, there's like a there's another space in Montclair. I think it's called Seventy Three C Gallery. That's pretty cool. We play we played New York a lot. We, we like we play we played Vitus. 
and like Silent Barn. Um, I'm trying to think of where we played last time. Matchless Bar and everything. ABC No Rio is a big one too. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the shows are always great. I'm always excited to play shows, no matter what. And I think as a band, you have to be excited to play shows, and you have to want to play shows. You know, like it's that even if the show isn't that great. Yeah, <laughs> you know it's better than sitting at home, but you know so like that's my attitude with that. With it's that. more of the like the experience, yeah, of the it, music. Thing. Totally, yeah. you know it's it's meeting people, it's connecting with them, you know it's getting your music out there. It's definitely you know it's kind of feeling like it's like feeling out your your demographic a little bit too, and seeing who comes to the shows and everything like that, and and just you know yeah, just like making friends and you know. Kind of, if you have an opportunity, go for it. You know, um, even if you, even if the show is going to be like kind of crappy, like you know, we'll suck it up and play. <laughs> you know, but I mean, but but like that doesn't that shouldn't matter. You know, like it should it, like it should matter that you are still playing and people can see that and people can see that like you're being honest when you're on stage and you're kind of you know, you know, you're spreading out your soul while you do it. So. Yeah. And does it, like, differ here from, like, other places you played, like, the experience? Or? As in, like, in, as in, like, the state? Yeah. E, um, s- sort of. I mean, th- I think uh, there are other places that are definitely um, a little weirder with the scene. Like, we played in Nashville, and we didn't get a good response with that. <laughs> um you know, I, there's definitely... There's, there's not a big, like, metal scene there. No, there isn't. Yeah, yeah uh, there's not a big metal scene or punk scene there. It's a, it's a big blues and garage band scene, which is, you know, understandable. Um, I mean, but, you know, we, we still have a good time playing all that kind of stuff. But I think uh, there's, there's, like, not necessarily a different feel. Like, you know, I think there are, there are places all across the country that have, like, a niche for that underground stuff you know like there's definitely a group of kids like we, when we played in miami uh we played in miami i think i think for two dates and we played um we played a house show on our second date and it was like it was a crazy show we played in some kid's living room or like living room kitchen right. and you know so so i think so there, there's like like i said there's a total niche for that all across the country whether you know it or not you know like hmm. they're definitely it's definitely everywhere you know that's the main thing i guess house shows right the even more than the yeah sort of i mean um uh i know this summer we're going to be going up north more so we're really excited about that and we're going to be going like towards the midwest so it's going to be kind of interesting to see how you know the scenes are out there you know and it's 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 not i think i know like around here there's a big there's a big local scene and there's a lot of bands that come out around here um and i guess the more the more out west you go it's not so much but you know this is a cutthroat area and you know people you know they st- they form up bands it's a lot easier now to do yeah. that kind of stuff so. i guess there's not as many people out there always either. yeah, yeah sort of yeah like yeah. i know um i mean there's a there's bands that we love that are from like michigan and everything like that that have a good scene there, there are bands from chicago that we like you know um bands from new orleans that we love and stuff like that like i mean we'd love to go out to california one day but you know 
we're figuring all that out. So, you know, every show and tour you should always take into experience and consideration and seeing what you're going to be working with as a band and and connecting with those people and and having a good connection with, you know, the people that are in these scenes cuz they can help you out. You know, it's all word of mouth and all like underground and everything, you know, it's, you don't need a promoter to do that, you know, like, you just need, like, you know, like, a good head to do it, I guess. Hey, is that what you like more about, like, the underground sort of music, or, like, the... Yeah, it's got its own life, you know, um, it's not, it's just more real, you know, it's not, it's not, um, it's not, like, sugar-coated or anything, it's just kids just playing in bands and playing music and doing it because they love it and doing whatever it takes to, you know, get their music out there, being able to travel, being able to make, like, record their own music without spending too much. But, you know, it's hard, too, you know, like, balancing everything with your life and stuff. But, you know, if you have a serious passion for it, then then you can make it work. You can get a more solid following, I guess, like, with a sort of cult following than one that's just following you because you're like the next big thing i guess like right yeah like that's cooler i think you know like you know i I don't really care if my bands get big i mean obviously if there was an opportunity that presented that then we i you know you should go for it if you want you know but that should be all that stuff you know about being famous or big or whatever i just see that as a distraction like the distraction from what you are really doing you know you, you don't want your music to be some sort of product yeah you know for people that aren't going to really care about it but you know there are there are record labels out there that totally understand that kind of thing like like death wish and stuff and um what are the, what are the ones like 31g and like sergeant house like there's a like robotic empire like there's a bunch of record labels that definitely understand that and there's a lot of local record labels too that totally get that as well so like you know you don't you don't need a lot of money to be in a band or you don't need to be completely recognized by you know like half a million people to be big you know yeah it's all about you know that's that's what's like cool about rock and roll is because, like, you know, in the 50s, it's yeah. like the, it was such this underground thing. And, you know, I think today, with today's, like, you know, music, rock and roll, and hip hop are kind of like back in the underground. And I think that's really cool. You yeah. know, like, it's not like, you know, there's no more rock bands like on the radio. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, like besides what, the Foo Fighters, maybe? <laughs> Like, but I, I think that's cool that, you know, and, and, you know, like the music that we play, it's not, it's not for everyone. It's definitely coming from a very different perspective and it's definitely a very acquired taste. So if somebody doesn't like our band, like I don't take it personally, I don't, yeah. like it's, it's, it's like, it's fine. Like, you know, like, you know, so yeah. And, uh, anything else planned like for the new year future with any of your projects? Um, so, uh, the other band in Dutch Guts, we're coming out with a split with our buddies soon. Um, that band I got asked to join when I was on tour and I was in New Orleans. My buddy Dan hit me up and asked me if I wanted to play guitar. So I've been playing guitar with them for almost two years and it's been great. Um, like right now we're, we're writing 
Uh, we're like I said, we're coming. We're trying to come out with a split, and we're trying to write a full length and do like a tour. But um, like I said, like all my bands are kind of, we're all busy and we all have like you know goals that we want to achieve and everything. So it, it's like going to be tough to balance out everything. But you know, we make it. Like I said, we make it work. Like no matter what. Like if we try not to conflict anything with other people's schedules because I know Chris is in two other bands uh, their band, his band's Cowardice and Theroya like they're both ba- like Theroya is based out of New York and Cowardice is kind of based out of Jersey and Boston and then Evan's in uh, this band called Concussed with a couple of our friends they just started they're a pretty cool hardcore band um, Lex doesn't Lex has like a he does um like side projects like noise projects with Chris and stuff like that so like I I think he's trying to probably start another band too but I don't know um and then uh Dan he uh he's got um like two other bands he's got this band called Whole Wrecker that's pretty sweet and then Steve the drummer of Dutch Guts he's in like four other bands he's in that band Threat to Society which is a big New Jersey hardcore band um He's in this band called True. That's pretty cool. It's like kind of like an indie Weezer feel band. They're pretty awesome. Uh, he's in this grind band called Uncle Mark. Um, oh, that's uh, Matt Kutch's. Yeah, Matt Kutch's band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in Uncle Mark. Um, and uh, and yeah. So you know we we you know we we're all friends and that's really cool and we all like each other's bands. So you know. Whatever we can make work out, like we do it. But yeah. you know, like, but you know, we try we try not to interfere with what each other's bands are doing too much. If it's you know something that we can talk about, we we can like, you know. But you know, like I said, we're like that's the cool thing about the scene around here in like Montclair and stuff. And like, we're all friends, and it's like a community, and it brings people together and. You know, it makes us work together so that we can get like this music out there, and so that we can, and so that yeah, we can get this music out there and, and you know show people that you know we really care about it. You got to care about your scene. You do like definitely. You know, if you have a scene in your area and you're into the kind of music that they do or, or they promote or everything, definitely get into that scene because it helps. It helps a lot. A lot more connections. You know, so yeah. And, uh, like, uh, any final thoughts, maybe uh, advice for other musicians or whatever? Uh, just keep doing it. <laughs> keep playing. That's it. Just keep playing. You know, it's it's discouraging, but life can be discouraging. It can be discouraging with, you know, like, anything, like like a job that you might have or something, you know, just certain problems. But, you know, if you truly do have a passion for it and you love it, then you know you'll keep doing it and you'll push through and everything so just you know you just gotta definitely keep playing and you know play shows definitely you know be be honest with your bandmates definitely connect with them on a certain level where you're all on the same page and you know work together and everything like that you know so yeah just keep playing man. okay so that was the interview I hope you enjoyed it And since this was a relatively uh, short episode, I'm going to play two songs from uh, two different projects of uh, Rob's. Uh, The first song I'm going to play is Trigger Warning 
by Sunrot. And he does drums for that band. The second song I'm going to play is Behind the Grit by Furnacehead. And he did uh, guitar and vocals in that project. So, uh, yeah. All right, so I'll leave you with the two songs now. And that about does it for this episode of BSing with Sean K. Uh, to stay updated about future episodes, you could go to my blog, BSing with Sean K blogspot.com and there's a link to my twitter my facebook uh, my youtube channel and also a link where you can subscribe to my feed on there and uh yeah i'll catch you on the next episode
heaven grapple on our backs and all our old pretenses ripped away. Aye, and God's icy wind will blow. <laughs>